Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Now we're about to have a new character come on the scene. We've already had Job's three friends and Job, so that's a total of four characters uh, that are having a dialogue. But now someone named Elihu comes on the scene. And apparently this Elihu has been standing and listening at the back and forth between Job and his three friends from the very beginning, which leads us to wonder if there was a crowd gathered while all this was taking place. But at the very least, Elihu was present all along. Now, Elihu is a younger man. He makes that um, point in this chapter, and therefore he let the older people speak first. Uh, We assume that Job's three friends spoke in the order of their age, with the oldest going first, and perhaps Job was the oldest of all. But um, let's see what we can hear now and glean from Elihu as he begins to make his opinions known. Job chapter 32. So these three men stopped answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. But Elihu son of Barakel, the Buzzite, of the family of Ram, became very angry with Job for justifying himself rather than God. He was also angry with the three friends, because they had found no way to refute Job, and yet they had condemned him. Now Elihu had waited before speaking to Job, because they were older than he. But when he saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. So Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzzite, said, I am young in years, and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. I thought age should speak. Advanced years should teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. Therefore, I say, listen to me. I too will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning. While you were searching for words, I gave you my full attention. But not one of you has proved Job wrong. None of you has answered his arguments. Do not say we have found wisdom. Let God, not man, refute him. But Job has not marshaled his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. They are dismayed and have no more to say. Words have failed them. Must I wait now that they are silent? Now that they stand there with no reply? I too will have my say. I too will tell what I know. For I am full of words. And the spirit within me compels me. Inside I am like a bottled-up wine, like new wineskins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. I will show no partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. If I were skilled in flattery, my Maker would soon take me away. And so we begin by reading that Uh, Job's three friends stopped answering Job, and they give a reason. Because Job was righteous in his own eyes. They were convinced Job was unrighteous. All of their arguments were based on Job had done something 
unrighteous, something sinful, and he was uh, reaping what he had sowed because of his, his sinful behavior. So that was their position. They came at it from various directions. But at the end of the day, that was their argument, their principal argument. And so once they decided Job was uh, self-righteous and he wouldn't listen to reason, they stopped answering him. And so this new witness uh, comes to the to the party. He, as I said, was uh, listening to the previous conversations. And he became very angry. That word angry or anger is used three times about this man. He was angry with Job for justifying himself rather than justifying God. He was angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job, and yet they still condemned him. And he he goes on to say that the three men, when they stopped talking, his anger was aroused. So this Elihu comes to the equation, both upset with the three friends and upset with Job, the way this conversation is going. And so Elihu acknowledges his youth, but he says it doesn't disqualify his opinions. He said, I am young in years and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. I thought age should speak. Advanced years should teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. Now let's stop right there, friends. This reference to the spirit in a person, obviously, Adam received the breath of God when he came to life. The Lord breathed the spirit of Adam into him. But I believe that this is a reference to the Holy Spirit, the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty that gives understanding is a reference to the Holy Spirit. And he later goes on to say in verse 18 that he's full of words and the spirit within him compels him. I don't believe that's his human spirit. I believe it's the Spirit of God stirring him up. Whether he got all of his remarks correct and or not, we can discuss that as we go. But I believe the Spirit of the Lord was stirring this man. And this is a very early reference to the Holy Spirit being within a person. He goes on to say, Listen to me, and I will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning while you were searching for words. I gave you my full attention, but not one of you three has proved Job wrong. None of you has answered his arguments. And so um, he goes on not answering Job with or with the plan, not to answer Job with the arguments these three men had, but to come up with some new arguments. And so he says, I'll have my say. I'll tell you what I know, because the spirit within me uh, is, is stirring me, in fact, compelling me to speak. And uh, this is where we leave chapter 32, and we'll resume with Elihu's remarks in chapter 33. So Lord um, Job's three friends backed away finally from Job because they perceived him to be unrighteous and yet to think himself righteous. In other words, they perceived Job as being self-righteous and not truly righteous in your eyes. Uh, Lord, first of all, forgive us if we've done that with anyone. Lord, forgive us for considering other people unrighteous because our perceptions were wrong, as in the case of these three men. Lord, when we've been judged as unrighteous, when we've done nothing wrong, forgive the others who have judged us incorrectly. Forgive us for our anger. Forgive us for our our depression and all those things that come when we are unfairly judged. Lord, restore relationships that have been broken for these reasons in our lives and in the lives of everyone who's listening. 
in the lives of our friends and families, in the lives of our churches. We pray now, Lord, for your restoration of all friends that have been and all friends that are yet to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.